Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to episode five of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's my goal to help you grow in your connection with God so you can manifest God in your world and experience God on a personal level like you've never experienced him before. Before we get going, I'd like to ask if you would, please subscribe to our podcast there in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, however you're listening. That way you'll never miss out on new episodes. And while you're there, please leave us a review. that definitely help us in getting the word out about the Supernatural Life podcast. Also, we have several books available I believe would be a great resource to you. You can get these at, at Amazon, or you can stop by our website at chagonzalez.com. We just updated it with some brand new stuff. Uh, you can get our online devotional, our speaking schedule, uh, our videos, a whole lot more. Actually, if you go to our YouTube site, Chag Gonzalez Ministries, we've also just added last week a whole lot of uh, great video testimonies of healing from people. Uh, you know, it's one thing for you to hear from me uh, things that we've been experiencing and seeing. It takes it to a whole other level when you can hear it from the individual who was healed and experience the power of God in their body. Uh, so we've got a lot of those and we're endeavoring to get more uh, just to be a, an inspiration to your faith. And, and, you know, especially if you know someone who's, who's going through some stuff, needs healing in their body. These would be really good for you to share with your friends on Facebook or whatever so they can see these things and, and see that, you know, it, it's not just uh, make-believe. Uh, this is actually happening in real people's lives. So check those out on Facebook, YouTube, and on our website. So, hey, let's get into the message for today. So today I want to spend some time looking at a subject we really don't hear too much about today, uh, but it's something that's vitally important for you and I if, if we're going to live a supernatural life and live the life that God truly created for us to live. You know, we always go back and start in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, we see God creating man. And in verse 26 it says, God said, let's make man in our image according to our likeness. Now notice this, he said, let's make them in our image, according to our likeness, let's make them like us. Now notice God has already created the animals. He's already created other stuff. Uh, he's already had the angels, you know, for, for we know, you know, we don't know how long he's had those. Could have been millions and billions of years, but he's already had all those created things. Uh, but this is the first time that he makes something to be like him. Now, you know, we know with the animals, I mean, most of us have a pet. Uh, you know, we talk about all the time how at our house we have lots of animals. My wife loves animals, and so we have horses and uh, donkeys and chickens and ducks and pigs, and uh, she has her cats and dogs. She has all kind of stuff. You know, even, even those animals, I mean, you can go around those animals, especially our dogs, and, and the dogs, they come running up to you, and they're licking on you and so excited to see you, and, you know, you can talk to them, but... They can't talk back. I mean, yes, they can show a little bit of emotion and stuff, but you can't have true fellowship with them. And it was the same thing with God. He had all these created things, but none of them were on his level. And so this is the first time we see he creates something that's on his level. He creates uh, mankind. And he says, let's make them like us. And then in verse 27, he says it again. It says, so God created man in his own image. 
In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And then in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, it says that the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Now, this is interesting. I, I read this uh, several years ago that you know a lot of the uh, Jewish rabbis, even of the day, they still, when, when they read Genesis chapter 2, they still read it from the standpoint, and this is the way that they see it, and they, they uh, interpret it in the Hebrew, is that when God uh, created man and he breathed into him the breath of life and he became a living being, that the angels looked and they saw God and they saw man and they couldn't tell who was who. They couldn't tell which one was which because man was made uh, in the exact same image as God uh, to basically to, to act like God and live like God on the earth and yet still extremely dependent on God. But God made us on his level, not to take his place, but he made us on his level, uh, for not only for the, uh, the, the, the position of uh, you know, acting like him on the earth and doing his will on the earth, but also from the standpoint of fellowship. And you can see this in Genesis chapter three, when it tells us that you know, God, he would come down and he walked uh, in the garden, he would come down walking and spending time with Adam and Eve. And, and here's a day that God comes to spend time with them. And of course, by this point in Genesis chapter three, we read that, you know, Adam and Eve, they've eaten of the, uh, the fruit they've sinned and they have died spiritually. And now they're hiding from God. But we see this to be a, a normal occurrence where God was coming down. and He was spending time with them and Adam and Eve, they're seeing God and they're hearing from God. They're walking with him. They're spending time with him. They're, they're getting spiritual downloads from him, a revelation every single day from God. And what's interesting is that after they die spiritually, they're separated from God. You see that they continue to still hear from God, that God comes down and, and says, Adam, where are you? And they respond, they hear him. And then it gets even more interesting in that uh, Genesis chapter four, you know, they have been kicked out of the Garden of Eden. They're still spiritually dead. Uh, but here you have Cain and Abel, and Cain is hearing from God. He's a second generation sinner now, and yet he's hearing from God. And, and then he kills Abel, and God uh, begins to speak to him. And here's Cain. Now, not only is he a second generation sinner, but now he's a second generation sinner and a murderer. And yet he's still hearing from God. See, this is what God planned for us to be able to do, was to be able to hear from him and be able to show us things, to be able to hear and see from God. And Jesus, as a second Adam, he came to reverse the effects of Adam's sin. And so in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, it says, Jesus, who knew no sin, he became sin so that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 8 tells us that Jesus, he was the firstborn from among the dead. He was the first to be born again. We even see this over in Romans chapter 8 verse 29. It says that you know, we would be conformed to the image of God's Son, who is the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Again, uh, same word, firstborn, and it's referring to being the firstborn from among the dead. Now, you know, he's not talking about somebody that was raised from the dead. We know that there was many people 
uh, raised from the dead in the Old Testament. And we see uh, three situations where Jesus raises people from the dead in his ministry on the earth. So it certainly wasn't the, he was, certainly wasn't the first person to be raised from the, the physical death. No, Jesus was the first to be born again. And he did this so that you and I could have the same fellowship that God originally planned for mankind back in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 3. That was God's intent. And so if you go to uh, John chapter 5, you know, I love spending some time on John because you can see, them, see some things with Jesus. And that, you know, Jesus, he was the standard uh, for, for, for man and women and showing what was possible for a man or woman filled with God, flooded with God, showing us what was possible in ministry, showing us what was possible in life, and also showing us what was possible in regards to a fellowship with God, a fellowship with God. And, you know, I've read through and I've looked at Jesus uh, and everything that he did, and we hear so much focus on the miracles and stuff, and, you know, I love the miracles, I love the healing and the supernatural, but we forget that, that the miracles, uh, that miracle life, the supernatural life, it stemmed from his fellowship with the Father. And in John chapter 5 and verse, verse 18, it says, Therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also said that God was his Father, making himself, and notice this phrase, making himself equal with God. So because God was his Father, he was his Son, it made him equal with God. Now notice there's a difference between being equal with something and equal to something. Equal to means you can replace it. Equal with means you can represent it. You're on the same level. Well, Jesus wasn't, uh, he wasn't replacing the Father, but said he was equal with the Father because God was his Father. This gets into a thing of, of you know, being the righteousness of God, being one with God. And this, remember, this is something that Jesus did for you and I that we see in 2 Corinthians 5.21. So it says that his, God was his Father made himself equal with God. In verse 19, it says, Jesus said, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. And so notice what Jesus said here. He said, I only do what I see the Father do. Whatever, whatever the Father does, that's what I do. That's what I do. And then in verse 20, he said, the Father loves the Son. And he shows him all the things that he himself does. Now think about it. You know, as a parent, because we love our children, you know, we teach them things. We show them things because we want them to be successful. Well, Jesus is saying the Father loves the Son. And because he loves me, he's going to show me things. Well, we see right here with Jesus that just because he was the Son of God, he wasn't doing uh, life as, you know, God. He was doing life as a man uh, filled with God. And, you know, God doesn't grow in revelation, but you know, a man does. And, and Jesus, he's letting us know he didn't know everything, but he was expecting the Father to show him uh, greater things. Because he said, the Father's gonna show me greater works than these just so you can marvel, just so you can marvel. So this is a piece of a fellowship. He said, the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. Well, my question to you would be this, does the Father love you? If he is your Father, you are his child, you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior. You become one with Christ, therefore you become one with God. If you've received Christ as your Savior, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Therefore you are on his level, 
and you are you are right uh, with him, then you are in a position to be able to to hear and see things from God exactly like Jesus. So you not only find that here in John 5, uh, verse 19 through 21, also if we turn over to John chapter 8 and verse uh, 26, Jesus said, I have many things to say and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true. And check this out, he said, and I speak to the world those things that I heard from him. Verse 28, he said, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you'll know that I am he. And, and here it is again, he said, I do nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. So twice here, Jesus says, I'm hearing from God. And what I hear from God, that's what I'm, that's what I'm repeating. I'm stating those things I'm hearing. And in verse 29, he said, he who sent me is with me. The Father has never left me alone, for I always do those things that pleases him. So you see here Jesus with a consciousness, not only that God is with him, not only that God loves him, but that God is speaking to him. He's speaking to him. He's hearing from God. And then he's relaying those things. And he, he's seeing things from God and he's doing those things. Is it no wonder Jesus was absolutely so successful in life and ministry on this earth? Because he was only doing what he saw the Father do. He's only saying what he heard the Father say. And you know, and the Bible tells us that you know, God's word will not return void, but they will go forth and do what they were sent to do. So, you know, if you're saying what God said, you're repeating his words to you. And I'm not talking about just uh, reading something out of your Bible. I'm talking about, you know, the rhema word of God, what the Holy Ghost is speaking to you from the word, through the word, hearing the spoken word of God, picking those things up in the spirit and relaying those things, declaring that out of your mouth that's where you start to, to get results. That's where you start to get results. And you can see this many, many times all throughout the Bible where, you know, Jesus, he's hearing from God and he's seeing from God. And remember Jesus, he's the standard uh, for life and ministry for us and what's possible uh, for a man or a woman with, filled with God to, to do in life, to do in ministry, as far as healing the sick and and raising the dead and casting out devils and yet not only on the on the supernatural you know miracle side but also in the fellowship side and showing us what is possible in a fellowship with God why because Jesus was equal with God because God was his father well if God is your father because you are one with Christ then that makes you equal with him and he loves you and because he loves you he wants to speak to you and he wants to tell you things to come. He wants to teach you. He wants to give you great revelation every single day so you can grow in the things of God and you can live just like Jesus on this earth. So, hey, I hope you enjoyed our time together and that today not only helped expand your mind of what's possible in Christ, but also helped you grow in your connection with God so you can manifest God to the world. Make sure and subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Go to our website, chadgonzalez.com. Go to YouTube or Facebook, Chad Gonzalez Ministries, and be inspired. Hey, we'll talk to you next time. Remember that in Christ, we always win. God bless you.